some people want to understand like, well, how's, you know, how's formal peer support different from just like, hey, how are you doing? Or how's it different from therapy? I think that, you know, I'm a surgeon. Nobody's going to mistake me from, uh, mistake me as a, a therapist. Um, so I, I don't, I don't, I think that's pretty clear. Um, these, these interventions are on the level of a colleague to a colleague. Um, but, you know, the most important principle is, psych, is, is loving presence, right? Really giving your loving presence to your colleague, which is, is not easy to do. We don't do that often. Um, it, we don't have a structure for that. We just don't, it just isn't part of our, our lives essentially. And so being able to do that in a very focused way is a gift in and of itself to a colleague. If that's all you do, that's a beautiful thing. One of the things that is true for, for us struggling um, to deal with emotions around COVID and, and other events that we, we and, and circumstances in, in healthcare is that we have, there are some individual things that we can do. So our own coping mechanisms need to be kind of activated and are often not activated when we most need them. And also we need help navigating the system because there are going to be systems issues that come up as the triggers for some of the emotional distress. And I think in peer support, the focus is on both. What are your personal coping mechanisms and also how are you struggling within the system and how can we help you problem solve that? I'm not going to solve it for you as your peer supporter, but I'm going to help you think of who could you go to or what else could you do or how could how could you make your, your shifts better or your, your responsibilities more feasible for you? And so that's a really big component. Um, and then helping people keep their, their um, emotions and their reactions in perspective, which is, you know, you're, you're suffering because you care, not because you're weak um, and not because you're abnormal. You're, you're, you're one of us. We, all are, we are all feeling these things to different degrees. With COVID, what's different is that there, it's not an acute event, right? COVID is now a, a, a reality of being, you know, of our time right now. And so you, 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 there's no trigger that you're going to wait for. And so a lot of programs have done some modification, which is kind of routine reaching out um, or providing a group peer support to say, look, this is so stressful for all of us. Let's meet, you know, on whatever in the evening by Zoom or what have you. Or let's, you know, let, we're going to have a peer supporter just slowly over the next month reach out to different people in his or her unit or division. So I, because we're just assuming, it, 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 you know, we're all stressed regardless of, you know, yeah. some people more than others. But so it, I don't think it has to be an acute trigger. I think COVID has shown us it can be just these very, very highly stressful general circumstances. Don't make it so that people have to say, I'm hurting, help. If you have a program, you should absolutely respond to anybody who's reaching in, if you will, saying, help, I'm suffering. But what we found, especially with physicians, is if you just ask somebody like, hey, how are you doing? People are going to say, I'm fine. You know, I'm, hand I'm handling it. You need to have a way of saying, um, look, we have this program. Uh, but also integrate concept that we're, we, we have some emotions um, into our, our rounding, uh, even our grand rounds or our, our Zoom meetings. Is to do a check-in with people saying, hey, how was the week for you? And then if people, you know, need to share more, say, you know, like, why don't we do a, a group meeting to talk about some of the emotions? But, but have it integrated into the processes that we normally have, like debriefing a shift to say, you know, how was that for you? And then if people are, you know, anyone is saying, you know, this was particularly hard for me is making sure they get connected with a peer supporter. And of course, if they want further resources, facilitate that connection. What's been amazing about COVID is 
So I've ha have all these you know organizations that have been in contact with me. Um, some had already started peer support. Others were thinking of doing it and had me coming out there in the fall, right? This coming fall, and some were I'd never heard of. I had all these contacts, people calling me saying, "We want to start this now." And what's amazing is it really isn't expensive to start. You just need someone who's going to run it. And, and basically, uh, and, and I, you know, this is what I help programs do is just, you know, find the people uh, by nomination uh, for who would be the peer supporters and then train them and then and make sure you have the resources together of where they would, you know, further resources. Um, it, 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 it does, you know, perfection is the enemy of good. The, we have start, I've helped organizations start peer, peer support programs within a month as opposed to the, you know, several years that it used to take. So that's pretty yeah. cool. That's one a positive thing. 